listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. Hang on, everybody. Here we go. Week two, and of course, Firehouse Doors, our main sponsor here on Mike and John Got It Going On, YouTube, Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, what else? RSS.com. That too. <laughs> and on our Facebook page. So how about that? We're all over the place. Oh, we're just everywhere. You've made us multimedia, yeah, man. You've been all yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, by the way, I want to talk to you about. I got the report under expense. Right. I've... You have gone hog-ass crazy. <laughs> all right. I made an expense report for what this podcast <laughs> has cost us so far. You want to you want to you want to reveal our internal your... finances? <laughs> no, not on no. not on here. But okay. you've, you've you've gone out of control. <laughs> so now we got to get more sponsors. So the junket yeah. to Cancun, you're not you didn't think that was appropriate. <laughs> I, I thought you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> All right. So did you do anything exciting this weekend? I did nothing exciting. No, no Juwan Howard. Yeah, that was uh, that, that was interesting. That was interesting. It was a Although big story yesterday, it's not. Yeah, and, and of course, I think the more that has come out about it. He's not backing down. And, no. uh, you know, because at first you thought, oh, this is not going to be, well, not that it's it's not going to be good, but. Uh, the, the thing I saw of it, it was, it, it was odd. And it was over a timeout, right? It right, right. Like well, he thought, because they, they were, you know, Wisconsin was way up on him at yeah. the end. And they thought, like, okay, you're just running the score now, or you're just making us look bad. So there was some bad blood on that, but eh, he still. says somebody laid hands on him first. But like, you know what? We should need, we need no, to go to no. our sports expert. See if Tim Robinson is out of bed this morning. Or we can talk to Tim, too. <laughs> Good morning, Mike and John. Yes. Hey, Tim Robinson. How's it going? Not too bad. I figured that, you know, it's, it's early, but, you know, a catchphrase is never a bad thing. Okay. So anyway, Tim, we usually talk to you on Tuesdays and Fridays, but with this whole Jawan Howard thing, we, we figured we'd get your take on this. Well, um, I, I've seen a lot of people going on, going on and on like it's, you know, Armageddon or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, it's not good. It's not a good look. And, you know, I'm sure that, um, you know, Mr. Howard re- re- regrets his actions. I don't think, I think he'll probably be Set out, set out a game or two and pay a fine, and then we'll move on from this. It's, it's not like you know he assaulted a bunch of uh, football players or anything. No, but you know, so, I, it's it's the second or third time this has happened, though, isn't it? Where he's got into altercations. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not really familiar with it with the background on all that. I guess still, it I, I, I don't know. He's a very think, passionate man. Yeah. Very passionate, yes. as they and say. I think, and I think a lot of this and a lot of the reaction early on is, uh, you know, people calling for him to be fired is just, you know, that's just ridiculous. But um, well, aren't a lot of them Spartan fans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So, probably. <laughs> of course, you know, there's 13 and 11, so I would think the 11 is a bigger number than that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened, and then and you know the Wisconsin coach, the Wisconsin coach. Um, I'm not talking about the timeout or any of that. I'm talking about the uh, you know he he got this. They they started yelling at each other. Right. You know, it takes two to two to tango. I suspect he'll um, the Big Ten will sanction him as well. But you know, I mean, this is not. I don't think it's that big a deal. I mean, Bob Bob Knight threw chairs at people. Yeah. You know. Um, I miss those days, huh? 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we miss those days, don't we? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bob Knight. Yeah, you, you know, the, the days of the really classic right. coaches. Right. What, what is the world coming to when you can't throw a chair at a student anymore? <laughs> what the? These pansies. This little slap on the head kind of thing. That's nothing. <laughs> we, we're just incredibly soft anymore. It's time to make basketball great again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Tim, did you watch any of the Olympics? Did you, did you follow the Olympics? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. You yeah. know, I followed it in the news and everything. Uh, well, know, then, more curling and hockey than anything else. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really catch any, any so of the, the other sports. The cross-country skiing wasn't really your uh, top of your uh, list of things to see? No. Uh, well, you know, it's, I don't watch the marathon either during the summer. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, Two hours of yep, yep. He's, he's on his feet. He's still <laughs> well, apparently there is, and there are no snipers in the woods. Right. No, that would make no, that might make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if if they had to worry about dodging bullets during the biathlon, I think that would make it a whole lot. Uh, yeah. Well, well, they've got a different problem. Yeah, they do, and it's uh, of course the temperatures. And I don't know if you heard about uh, Remy Lindhold as uh, a Finnish skier. Who apparently got so cold, you know, he was on the course for an hour and 15, 16 minutes, something like that, and it got so cold that um, that he got frozen in a certain spot where most guys don't really want to get frozen. <laughs> got a little frostbite. <laughs> yeah, frostbite. For yes, yes, frostbite, and it's the second time it's happened to him. <laughs> yeah. And if you you know you, you watch these sports and they're 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 just wearing like spandex, right? The yeah, skiers. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I suspect he'll be wearing at least long johns next time. <laughs> you, you <laughs> like the thing? Here's the thing about that story. It's, it's, a, it's a sport. He's not a real commando. <laughs> <laughs> right. The thing is, is, it was the second time that happened. Yeah. Like, if that happens to me one time, that's the I, last time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that it might happen to me in practice, and I would come up with a you know? I mean, holy, you know, it's not like they can wrap on right. put a, put a, Here's a wad of gauze. Just shove that in there. (laughs) Just, uh, just rub it off. Just rub it. No, no, wait. No, no, never mind. Forget that. Forget that. (laughs) When you see a bunch of skiers around a campfire warming up, that. (laughs) All right. Well, Tim, as always, you know we appreciate your perspective on Olympics and, of course, uh, Jawan Howard, and and we'll see what happens with him. Well, yeah. I mean, this is serious, but it's not. I don't. I don't think it's um, you know Armageddon or anything. I mean, you know, if you, you know, but I suspect that they'll tell him not to do it again. Yeah, you think a little slap on the wrist? <laughs> don't do that. Put you on in a timeout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, real quick, before we let you go, uh, what, what's your broadcast schedule this week? Um, well, we're doing uh, uh, several games. We got uh, Harlan taking on Belleville tonight. The girls. That's in the semifinals of the KLAA. And then the Heartland boys tomorrow night against uh, Northville. That will kind of determine, um, you know, the the seeding in the in the KLAA boys tournament, which we'll do a game on Friday in that. And then the KLAA girls championship will be Thursday. Um, Heartland will play either Wayne or Howell. Wow! So you got a busy week. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's kind of well, it's a busy week for everybody. Right. I mean, uh, there's, uh, you know, the team wrestling finals are this coming weekend. Um, you know, the uh, let's see, the hockey tournament begins on uh, Tuesday for Pinkney and Saturday for everyone else. The bowling regionals are this weekend. 
uh, the skiers are off. They, their, their championship is next uh, Monday at Boyne. Um, and then the gymnastics uh, teams are at regionals as well. And I believe the swim teams are having the league championships this weekend. Well, okay. It is a full so, boat, that's for sure. All right, and of course, everyone can, yeah, and everyone can find details uh, on the Livingston Post uh, for the various broadcasts. Yes. All right. All right, Tim Robinson, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. All right. Have All a right. good one. See you at the bottle return. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, bye. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, John brought up uh, the other day. Uh, I think it was Friday. You had this TikTok video, which we didn't yeah. get to. Right. And uh, I think we should check this out. Right, I, so I don't. I don't watch TikTok. This, I don't get on TikTok. My, my kid does, and uh, we have a TikTok. By the way, we have a TikTok channel, the Mike and John TikTok channel, which is actually incredible. Yeah, you knew that. Yeah, I but showed I've you never that. been to it. Oh, okay. You're like, here's our right. TikTok channel. It's actually incredibly popular, believe it or not. With the kids? Oh, yeah, the kids love it. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so my uh, my son showed me this the other day, uh, this this particular TikTok video. So I thought, you know what, we're going to have a moment of TikTok. And who's it brought to us uh, by this yes, time? Yes, and I think for a moment of TikTok, especially brought to you by the Aperol Girls, supporters of good news. Positive shenanigans and Aperol spritzes. So here's so your, wait a minute. What's Aperol now? Is that a, it's like an a, Italian wine spritzer? Oh, it's a wine spritzer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like Seven so, Up yeah. and wine. Right, right. Throw a little vodka in there. And you get a little <laughs> well, crazy. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. The Aperol girls would yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, but so you know, here's po- positive shenanigans. So uh, the Aperol girls bringing you today's moment of TikTok. All right, here I don't like the way my skin feels on my body. <laughs> Do you like the way your skin feels on your body? You don't. <laughs> Why don't you pull it off? Pull off your skin. <laughs> oh my gosh! Where do you that find this stuff? Feel good. <laughs> and that's your moment, moment of TikTok. That's your moment of TikTok. All right. How about that? <laughs> okay. So just remember, if you don't like the way your skin feels, just pull it off. That's it. All right. <laughs> Please don't try this. At no, home, no, kids. don't. No, there are uh, sometimes where you have dead skin and stuff like that. I don't think this falls off on its own. I think yeah. he's just kind of yeah. out. There. This is a, a yeah. A lot of TikTok stuff is out there. So uh, this weekend, I uh, we had a uh, a dinner get together with some friends at a friend of ours' house. Okay. And um, we got to talking about book club. Have you ever been? Yeah. A member of a book club? Right. Have you? I have. Really? <laughs> Why are you so surprised? Because <laughs> I thought it was more it's, of a female it's not, thing. It generally is. Just me, it, it, it generally is. It, it's, it was, it's been a while, but go on. Yeah. What, well, you think less of me now because I was in a book club? Well, what kind of books did you read at your book club? Uh, history. His, oh, history yeah. book. Yeah. How boring is that? <laughs> so, so now with your book club, because uh, this, this friend of ours, Amy, was telling us that they get a schedule for the whole year, basically. Everybody gets to pick, like, we're going to read this right. book and this month, and this is when we're going we're gonna to meet about it. Okay. And I was like, well, what if you don't finish the book in time for book club? You lie. <laughs> you, you, here's, here's what you do. You read the first page, you read the last page, and then you lie. I really like how it yeah. ended. Oh, God. That, yeah. The way it started and the way it ended were just, well, really blew me away. It, it started strong, yeah. ended kind of or, weak. The middle had me sat and sleeping. Or you go to Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> so do you ever have, at, at this book club you were in, say, do, is that how it worked? You, you picked out, each picked out a, I, We a didn't title. have a schedule. It was just, yeah, like... Like we're meeting next month, and we're going to talk about this yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Kind of, it was just kind of random. It was kind of random. Each so, person got to pick a book. That's right. what it was. Was there ever a guy in the group or a woman in the group that you said, "Oh, no. oh, <laughs> oh, oh, 
Or were it they saying all, that about you? It was all guys. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. it's history. A bunch, yeah. of, a bunch of history nerds, okay, who couldn't get dates on a Friday night, so we're having a book club instead. How old were you in this book club? I was in college. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> I don't like this. I was just asking. Well, because this, this particular book club, you know, they, they read novels, not, okay. not history, sure. obviously. Right. I, I got, I, right. My, my thing was, is what if you, somebody picks a novel and they're like, I don't want to read that crap. Exactly. Do they have cliff notes? Is yeah. there a movie? See, I think there should be, if it were my book club, right? there would have to be, the book would have had to have been made into a movie. So just in case you didn't have time. To read War and Peace or whatever that's you know nine thousand pages long, I would say needs a movie right. or Cliff Notes. Okay, but I'm not as big a reader as you, obviously. <laughs> I, in college, I was. You, you had a life on Friday night in college. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> there was the stories of the frat clubs, uh, the frat parties to talk about. Mm, let's talk about the Middle Ages. <laughs> You know, we should point folks to our, our sponsor board. Right, please us. do. Right. It's right behind us. Yeah. Do you want to do a video um, maneuver? Should I? All right. Well, that's okay. That's quite a maneuver. No, I never. I can do it. <laughs> never mind. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want you to hurt anything. Okay. Well, you know. All right. <clears throat> we we've got a new stand too for our right. uh, <clears throat> our podcast here. Okay, so. Let's get the tour of the, uh, the right. sponsor board. So here's our sponsor board, as you can see. And, uh, of course, Firehouse Doors, our show sponsor yes. up on top, and their lovely microphone that they uh, provided for us. Uh, we've also got Christina Maria Photo, right. who's doing some work for us in the future. Right there, and then, of course, we've got Jordan Genso, our community realtor. So that's our sponsor board. Yeah, community uh, realtor uh, Jordan Genso, we have our community spotlight coming up in just a little bit. We're going to talk with uh, an old friend of ours, uh, Lindsay Root, who is... Um, is handling an event that's coming up at the Howe Opera House this Friday. Yeah, part of the Livingston University Council's uh, Black History Month, so we'll be talking with him in just a couple of minutes. And we mentioned Christina Maria Photo, who, of course, is your go-to source for capturing milestone moments, whether it's a maternity session while you're expecting a newborn session once the baby arrives, or even working with high school seniors to capture their graduation portraits. Christina Maria Photo should be your first call, 810-923-4144. All sessions include a gallery of preview images with the ability to purchase additional digital images, prints, books, gallery, wrap, canvas, all from an a la carte menu. And you can check out your options at christinamaria.photo where you can read some of the rave reviews from past clients. And actually, if you look through those reviews, people have been really, really uh, very uh, satisfied with the work she's done. Uh, extremely enthusiastic, especially with those graduation photos. I think uh, she can get a, a picture of us in our, our logoed shirts. Well, we're going to put her Van Halen. We'll shirt. put her skills to the yes. test, we shall. I wonder if she can make us look 10 years younger. <laughs> well, oh, there's only so much she can do. <laughs> uh, so, yes, call Christina Maria Photo, 810-923-4144. All right. Uh, a couple of other things. Uh, this past weekend, too, John was behind a uh, Jeep while driving uh, his son to school. Yeah. And uh, you got a nice picture of that that uh, is on our screen. Yeah, or it will be. If not, it will be. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a Jeep well, that. Uh, yeah, it's on the screen. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm handling it. <laughs> you handling that, already? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, as long yeah, as you yeah, got yeah. it. The booby bouncer. Yeah. And <laughs> so we're. I'm driving. Uh, driving my kid home from school, and he sees this. He goes, "What is that?" And he points to this car, and it's a Jeep, and it's got you know the uh, tire cover 
Uh, yeah, the cover you know, over the spare tire right, right. in the back of the Jeep. And you yeah. always see some I, sort of sink. So the first thing is, and it, this one says booby bouncer, and there's a, like a... Well, it's the Jeep grill right. with a little enhancement, if right. you will. <laughs> and like, the headlights are looks like right where they would be. 36D, on, I don't know, <laughs> uh, double D maybe. Uh, so, but the grill part on the drawing, as you look at it, um, the interesting thing about the grill thing is... My kid, my kid goes, is like, is that hair? <laughs> Are there hair on those boobs? Kind of like a mustache. In <laughs> and I'm between. like, I don't no, know. I'm not really sure no. where that that just played into the Jeep thing with right. the uh, the headlights right, right. and the grill. I think that's the grill. Obviously. But uh, yeah, I had a Jeep long ago, about 30 years ago, and it had a, had a tire cover like that. But I you didn't have booby bouncer. No, I didn't have booby bouncer. So here's the thing: it was snowing. It was that day. I think it was Thursday when it was like yeah. just horrible snow. So I couldn't tell whether the driver was a man or a woman. All right, because that's the debate. Because I put this on my Facebook page, and people were going like, "Is that a guy? Is that a like? Would a woman See, have that on her car?" And people are like, "No way." No, they might. But then somebody said, "No, that's yeah. like it's like yeah, I'm I'm right." right. My they said, "No, it's it's a woman with a sense of humor." Yeah. I was like, "No, it's a, it's some sexist pig." Who's you know? I would have pulled up next to it or gotten near it at a light or something I to tried, find out if it, it was, was a male or female. It was single driver. file only because of the snow. Otherwise, believe me, I was trying. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, I'm not going to risk my life here. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Just sorry, I've let the show down. <laughs> we'll never know about the booby bouncer. I'll tell you what. If anyone knows who the booby bouncer is, all right, <laughs> we, we want to call. Him. We have a booby bouncer bounty. Yeah, for you. We do. There you go. Spend it again. The expense budget. If you out can locate here. the booby bouncer, all right, and put us in touch with them, let us know. We'll have some sort of prize for you. You know, we put out a thing last week about uh, a post last week about uh, wake up calls or our, right. uh, our our fan phoner, and uh, Jeff asked us to call him. So we're going to see if we can get okay. Jeff on the line here and uh, give him a wake up call. I don't know if he's working on uh, this President's Day or not. Does this mean we don't get mail today? No. This is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. It's Mike and John from Mike and John. Got it going on. Good morning. Good morning. Did Did you remember we were going to call and wake you up? I did. You already <laughs> sound like you're awake. Yeah. Oh, I am awake. All right, so this is Jeff DeHanens. Jeff uh, listened to us on the radio for years and, and uh, now uh, checking in on the, uh, the podcast. So tell us a little about Jeff. Tell us a little about Jeff. Yeah. Well, uh, I am a Mike and John fan from uh, for many years, and uh, one of those people who was devastated to learn that Marshall wasn't real. Well, that may or may not have we, been we, a lie. Yeah, that you never know. Yeah, Marshall lives. <laughs> Marshall lives. <laughs> um. So anyhow, no, I've always been a great fan of you guys. Uh, just a local thing. You're my morning show. I'm just crushed that uh, I don't hear you as frequently as I used to. Well, you can hear us every day and yeah. see us now, too, oh, on now you podcast get to see us. and Aren't, YouTube, Spotify. You, you're so lucky. Yeah. If, if you can, send us a picture. We'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jeff, I, I know you know your your last name very uh, familiar with us because I know you've been on the birthday lists ever since we we used to do that uh, for almost twenty years. So you've aged along with us. Speech Jeff's like, I, why? Are you, what are you calling? Call me old? No, I mean, no, well, we're all old together. <laughs> so, so what do you do, Jeff? What kind of work? 
Uh, I actually work for Volkswagen Group of America. Oh, so, really? Yeah. What do you do? I I am networking telecom for uh, North America. Okay. Wow, that seems like hey, really high tech and important. Do you do? You, can you do side gigs? Because we need we need a little like IT telecom <laughs> help here. You know, we're we're we fi- need more help. We're than filming that. this on my phone. <laughs> okay, so we need some IT support. I. Um. Uh, my wife would say, I can't believe they pay you to do this for a living. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Our wives now say us, why isn't no one paying you to do this for a living anymore? <laughs> because I hire smart, smart people. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. We got to do that. We should do that too. You're right. <laughs> if you quit spending all our budget. Sorry. <laughs> so what does your wife do, Jeff? Uh, my wife coaches uh, Top Gun volleyball here really? in uh, Livingston County. Wow! How cool is that? Oh wow! She must be tall then. She is. Uh, at the time when she was in high school and college playing for Michigan, she was tall. Now she'd be a midget compared to most yeah. college volleyball players. Look, look at that subtle drop. Yeah. You know when she played for Michigan. <laughs> hmm. My my wife's a Wolverine. Hey, since you're now, are you a Wolverine fan? Uh, yes. Yeah, of course. I figured. Family. Wolverine family, right. Yeah. What did you think of the Jawan Howard thing? Thank heavens I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, just wondered. All right. It's kind of top of I, mind today, but. Yeah, but uh, I see a lot of posts about it, and I'll, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, but yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's you know, it is what it is. I just was curious. It's two coaches gotten a little spat. John and I can reenact it if you want. <laughs> sure. No, I'm just... <laughs> You stop touching me, and then he slapped him. It's pretty much what stop it came down to. Me. It's like two kids fighting in the back seat of the car. He's touching me. Stop touching me. Okay. Why'd you take that time out? You ate my goldfish. It's basically what it came down to. Yeah. yeah. Basketball players don't even fight anyway. I mean, it's like watch. You guys need to watch hockey. And oh yeah, right, now that's right. good fighting. If you want a good fight, you know, a brawl, a hockey game turned out after the brawl or at the brawl. So. All right. Well, Jeff, we appreciate your uh, your loyalty to uh, Mike and John, and Mike and John got it going on. So have a great week, and uh, maybe we will talk again soon. That will be great, and you guys need trivia. All right. We'll work on that. Yeah. Trivia is key. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We, we have to figure out a way to do that yeah. when it's recorded. So <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps, Jeff. You know, you're Baby the IT steps. guy. You're yeah. the IT guy. Figure that out for us and get back to us. <laughs> All right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll reach out to you and see if I can come up with something. All right, okay. Jeff, you're the man. I'm going to Canada with a podcast. All right. <laughs> All right, Jeff, thanks, man. Have All a great right, day. Talk to you later. All right, thanks. All right. Uh, we were talking about our uh, community focus, our community spotlight here in Livingston. He's right. We have a new sponsor. Uh, community Spotlight is sponsored by Jordan Genso. The, with the Genso team at Remax Platinum, uh, Jordan's a realtor by profession with 15 years of experience and a passion for building our community. He's an expert in what's happening locally. You can put that experience to use when you need a listing agent. You can communicate to buyers all the wonderful reasons why they should choose your home. Call Jordan Genso, 248 444 9777. Four 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 ninety seven seventy seven. You got to be a little quicker. I got Lindsay on the line well, he, already. He answered too fast. I thought it was early. He'd take a few rings to answer. Good morning, Lindsay. It's Mike and John, and Mike and John got it going on. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. We didn't we didn't expect you to answer so quick. We were talking about our sponsors. So so you got a big event coming up at the Opera House uh, this Friday night. Tell us a little about it. 
Well, I'm going to be um, making my case, or, or I should say, I'm going to be uh, uh, showcasing the life of Lulu Childers, who uh, virtually everyone in Howell is completely unfamiliar with. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be making the case uh, um, of national significance. She is the most important person ever to come from Howell. Well, that's some, you know that's interesting, and, uh, and yeah, and again, this is going to be from noon till two this Friday at the Howell Opera House. Uh, I know that they're still taking reservations to uh, until five o'clock today, um, and there's going to be it's a you know catered lunch. And a historical presentation. Now, when I looked, and I, I have to admit, I had not never heard of Lulu Childers until I knew you were going to hold this event. Now, I looked her up, and it said it said she was born in Dry Ridge, Kentucky. And I know she she passed away in Howell uh, in 1946, at least according to my deep research on Wikipedia. Wikipedia gave him all that information. <laughs> that I, was uh, our team at uh, the radio station, too, that gave us all the information. Right. I have a feeling, though, uh, Lindsay, you, you probably have a little bit more historical perspective for us. So, yeah, tell us about Lulu Childers. Well, Lulu left uh, Kentucky when she was two. And uh, and she didn't travel here by herself, by the way. Right. Uh, <laughs> I would hope not, yes. Family. It's a long crawl. Long crawl. And um, and it and uh, it, it goes through Indiana. By the way, um, they are these parents of Kentucky. All right, hold on, hold on a second, Lindsay. Are you walking around? No. Oh, okay. We seem to be losing it. Yeah, it's it's dropping out a little bit, yeah. but uh, all right. Is this better? Yeah, that's yeah. a little better. Okay. Now, now lift your right leg up and tell us the rest of the story. <laughs> That's literally what I did. I yeah. just scratched my head. All right. All right. So, yeah, so, so she uh, left at age two. She left at age two. At, this is roughly 1872. Okay. And the family, the entire family, the children's family, of which there are 16 kids. Wow. wow. Now, those 16 kids did not all come to Howell at the same time. Uh, but more or less, I think there was 11 in their posse that, that, that came from Dry Ridge, Kentucky, to Howell. And uh, they immediately uh, set up camp in Howell, so to speak, uh, and got a, amazingly got a mortgage somehow on a house on West Street. And that's where the Childers family lived. And now the reason why they came to Howell is because of one man, that being Abraham Losford. He was a black barber in Howell, and he's literally the officially the first black citizen of Howell. And he, he called himself that as well. And he arrived in the early 1850s. He was extremely popular as a black barber, and, and, and uh, barbershops back then were the hub of the community. You know, that's, that's where you find out what stuff was going on. And, and consequently, he, was, he, he got to network more or less with the whole community very, very quickly. This is before the Civil War. Um, and so he was a fugitive slave, too. So he had escaped twice as a slave from Kentucky. Uh, and he, he liked Howell so much that he, at great risk, went back to Kentucky along with uh, his uh, um, son-in-law uh, to bring family and friends from the borderlands of Kentucky to settle in Howell. And so there's a cluster uh, of African-Americans from Kentucky, northern Kentucky, former slaves, who all settled in Howell. And so, I, think, I think for a lot of folks in Howell, that, even just that 
that fact uh, is news to them. Okay. I, it's, it's something that's not well known. Well, and what's what's so cool about the barber story is you think about it, and that's as you said, that's where people got their news. They got to find out what was going on. It's it was like the first podcast here in Livingston County, in a way. Because <laughs> I mean, absolutely. absolutely, and we traditionally. Or stereotypically, we look at it like, well, when when women go to the salon and they talk and they gossip, their hair salon hairstylist knows more about the, your family than half your family does because they they talk a lot. So that's that's kind of cool, interesting stuff. But what led you to Lulu over the barber? Oh, oh, because then I'm thinking, well, why the heck, why in the hell is Lulu and the Childers family? So determined to get the hollow, yeah, and uh, and that's because of Abe Losford, um, uh, who more or less invited him, and, and it was also through um, a family member too that had married into the Losford family before. Um, that was the connection in coming to Howell. and it, it couldn't have been a better better place for that family to come. Of those sixteen kids in total. In reality, five of them really experienced Howell in terms of growing up in Howell. Okay. And graduated from Howell High School. And Lulu was one of those five? And she was one of those five. She's a valedictorian. In total, there were uh, two valedictorians from the Childers family, and which was extremely rare. Right. Now, now Lulu went on to have a, an amazing uh, uh, musical career at, uh, at Howard University. Uh, she went to, graduated from Oberlin Conservatory, and then uh, mm-hmm. and then went on to Howard University, where she is. Uh, I, there's a there's a building at Howard University named after her, right? It is, and that and that's where all your arts are in terms of your 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 marching band. Uh, it's the fine arts division, the marching band, the painters, the painting, the actors. Um, uh, what else? The uh, I'm forgetting a certain performing art, but when anyway, um, it all happens in that building. So, and when, when you visit there, it is a beehive of activity. And uh, and so this this acclaimed career, and in fact, uh, she was a, a friend of the uh, famed opera singer uh, Marian Anderson, of course, who had the 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 uh, you know there was the uh, incident where she was denied to be able to sing because of the Daughters of the American Revolution, and Eleanor Roosevelt intervened, uh, and and then she uh, sang on the steps uh, the steps of was it was it the Capitol? I forgot. That was at the Lincoln Memorial, right? She sang on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, but she was a friend of Marian Anderson, so she, you know, Lulu Childers, in her own right, had this acclaimed career. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, around Howard University, she's you know. Should I put a spoiler alert uh, up sorry, here? You know, you're, you're well, we're, all we're, the we're, out of the bag we're touching here. the basics, and then of course, <laughs> if you want to get the full story, the complete story, you come in here, Lindsay, this Friday from noon till two at the Opera House, and again, they're taking reservations until five o'clock uh, this afternoon, five o'clock Monday. Uh, you can go to LivingstonDiversity.org. Tickets are forty dollars, and um, that's a catered lunch. Uh, looks like a great lunch, and then of course this yeah. entire historical presentation, um, and 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 you know Lindsay, you you've really kind of made it somewhat of a, of a passion to to uh, really sort of unearth these untold stories of Howell, Lulu being one of them. Uh, George Jewett was another one that that I think you brought forward in in a lot of ways. What led you to this? I mean, because here, hey, look, let's face it, we're we're three white guys talking here. Uh, but we're talking about some prominent African Americans who've come from the Howell area, and and I just I'm just curious what it was that you, you know, what kind of drove you to do that? 
to, to sort of bring these stories forward? Well, it's uh, I mean, part of my backstory. You know, I, I was a caregiver for my parents, and I was in Los Angeles for a long while. And I came back uh, to be a caregiver and to keep my sanity. Uh, I, I noticed this called the Opera House is kind of reopening again, and so I dived into the Opera House building and um, and then learned that no one had done a very good um, uh, research in the history of the building it happened there. So when I started diving into the, into the building, essentially uh, uh, doing like an autopsy uh, on the building, figure out what the hell happened here. You know, I'm doing like the event calendar in, yeah. re- in reverse. Um, uh, I started noticing a lot of references to black performers who were on the stage or in the audience. And um, and there was just too many dots and notice like, well, there is, seems like there's a black thriving black community in Howell. And that is what led me uh, to the research. Uh, it wasn't that I was looking for it. It's just like it was too obvious. It was, it was too obvious not to ignore after a while. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of digging, a lot of research. And uh, I know when we first met you, Lindsay, uh, we got the tour of the Opera House when John and I first started doing uh, radio here in Howell. And uh, just some phenomenal stories about that. So you're you're like a plethora of information regarding the Opera House and, and part of the restoration too. That's it's come a long, long way over the past uh, 15, 20 years. It's awesome work. Yeah, thank you very much. The fascinating way to come to history, so to speak, because I'm looking at everything through the lens of the Opera House. So it's kind of like. Like I say, it's like having a huge petri dish, and you've got a microscope, and you're looking down through the petri dish, and you see it, you see this little item, but then you have no context of where it feeds into anything else. Right. And so that's what prompted my uh, curiosity. It's like, okay, there's way too many black performers in this building. There's got to be something more to it. Well, and I think especially, you know, I think especially, you know, how has this reputation uh, right. You know, of uh, it, it being not friendly uh, to to African Americans, and, and we're not here to discuss, you know, whether uh, that's a fair assessment or not. But I think, um, you know, I think we can most reasonable people can agree that that reputation does exist. Uh, oh yeah, and and so to be able to unearth this history and sort of bring this forward, at least can prompt the question uh, of people to start asking, like, okay. There was this thriving community then, uh, not so much now. What happened? Why the change? Where did all that become? And I think that sparked some much larger discussions, which are fascinating. And uh, and I and I hope that uh, uh, that the event this Friday will, will sort of help, you know, maybe push that uh, that along um, again. Yeah, and, and, and it's not and it's not uh, in the Howell situation. The, the early American, the, 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 the first colony of, of, of African Americans, they more or less just faded away because they didn't have any kids. Okay. And I've got anecdotal evidence after anecdotal evidence of uh, slaves, former slaves, not having kids. Okay. Because they had their family. Well, that's a whole different that, yeah. sociological kind of examination, yeah. but still. 
Fascinating uh, stuff. Yeah. And uh, as John said, going on Friday at the uh, Hell Opera House. Right. So, Black, it's hard, uh, Livingston Diversity Council hosting this part of their Black History Month celebration. Uh, Lulu Childers from Howell to Howard University with the guest presenter, yeah. Lindsay Root. Catered lunch, noon to 2 at the Opera House. Uh, tickets are $40. You can go to livingstondiversity.org. And, uh, and again, uh, uh, Lindsay, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I think it's going to be a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think people will be disappointed. I think they'll be quite surprised. And there's a lot of stuff that I haven't shared at all that uh, I think people will be really pleasantly surprised about. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, great. So, again, LivingstonDiversity.org to get your tickets. Lindsay, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. All right, Lindsay, all right. we'll talk again soon. Lindsay Rood and, of course, our Community Spotlight brought to you by Jordan Genzo. Special thanks to Jordan Genzo, our Community Spotlight sponsor with the Genzo uh, Genso team at Remax Platinum. You can find them on Facebook at Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor, or call 248-444-9777. Right. So thanks for, for uh, uh, Jordan for stepping up and being a supporter of the show. You know, one of the other things I saw over the weekend that I thought was interesting, uh, Michigan woman uh, turning 100 years old, and she has added uh, a tattoo, um, and it's not her first uh, and it may not be her last. As a matter of fact, she's been adding tattoos every year since she turned 80. So 20 years ago. 20 tats. Yeah. Um, and one of her name is uh, Gloria uh, Weberg, and uh, she lives in St. Joseph, Michigan. Uh, and uh, her, her one of her tattoos says, New York, New York, 1922, because that's the year she was born and where she was born. Um, and she turns 100 on March 2nd. But uh, every year uh, since... Uh, she turned 80. She's been coming in and getting uh, a new tattoo. Uh, and uh, I just think it's really a, a, a kind of a cool story. If, and if you see, you know, the picture, she's got, you know, she's tatted is up. Is that a current picture of her? Because I believe she, so. she does not look 100 years old to me. No, not at all. I mean, she looks like she's about 58, She 60, looks younger than I do. Something. This is not good. <laughs> Maybe the secret to life is tattoos. Maybe, maybe it is. Uh, so she says, my secret is being active, to be aware of what's going on in the world in every way from what my children were doing, their education, how important that was to me. She performs aerobics while watching TV and regularly enjoys a red glass of wine. Hmm. And uh, somebody said, hey, are you going to get a tattoo at 110? And she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, I'll still be here. So, yeah, it's a cool story. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, and the funny thing is, is that tattoos, and we've talked about this before, how the cultural acceptance of tattoos is... You know, are you thinking about when, getting a tattoo? Well, when we were kids, tattoos were something that, like if you're a merchant, you know, marine or something, or yeah, a sailor. If you're, if you're, mostly, you yeah, know. mostly Navy guys. Yeah, right. You know, and it then was, it was something like it says Rosie on the, you know, with a heart. <laughs> right. You know, it's that that kind of stereotype. And now, and now it's, it's like, just very, you know, uh, you know, ubiquitous. Does she have society. any body piercings? I, I don't I, know. I, you want to ask, <laughs> I don't Gloria? Know. I don't. You know. I do not. Okay, because so. those scare me. Especially those those things in the ear. I forget what they're called, but it's you know, looks like a lug. Not in your ear. An earring? No, no. The the, the, oh, oh, the gauges uh, or whatever they're. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no, what no, scares no, me. Yeah, oh my no, god. No, no, right. <laughs> if you can hang that's utensils. Right. Don't forget from we, your ear. we once saw a body piercing live. Don't you remember we yes, experienced we that at the Monroe County Fair? And it, and it was a belly button too. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no place safer to get <laughs> in your a tent at the Monroe County Fair with two doofuses going doing <laughs> coverage of a belly button piercing, and the poor girl—I think she almost fainted. She was crying. <laughs> she, she's like, "We're like, does it hurt?" She's like, "No, 
<laughs> does it hurt? Well, hey, you wanted to do it. <laughs> so. Hey, we want to thank Firehouse Doors, our main sponsor of Mike and John Got It Going On, located in Livingston County. They've been serving our residents here for over 24 years, family-owned and operated business, striving to treat each and every customer like family. John's a customer, and matter of fact, I made him show me the garage door yeah. on Friday just to make sure that he was verified a Firehouse Doors customer. And did you? Did it you was very impressive. It? it went up and went down, and the spring was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. So we recommend Firehouse Doors. If you need any uh, garage repair or replacement, call our friends at uh, Firehouse Doors. And don't forget, veteran-owned Mike serving in the U.S. Air Force, deployed for Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm. And, of course, till April 1st, you get that 5% discount off your entire bill. Just mention that uh, Mike and John sent you. No exclusions apply. 517-552-9750. Firehouse doors. Right. Are you ready for the two-cent history before we get out of here? Am I? It's been, you know, we've learned a little from Lindsay. We're going to learn something else. All right. Too. You're, you're is... our show historian here. <laughs> yes. Even me. though I was the nerd that had the history book club in college. Well, we'll see if you learned anything. February 21st. Today is officially National Sticky Bun Day. <laughs> Okay. Now you know it's yeah. President's Day Insert too. Insert joke yes. here. It's a uh, <laughs> Sticky Bun Day and President's yeah. Day. Oh my! <laughs> on, well, on the same day this well, year. How about that? Certain yeah. presidents come to mind. <laughs> I think we'll leave it at that. It's also Washington's birthday. So uh, let's see. 1878 on this day, the first telephone book was issued. It was for New York Harbor, Connecticut. Contained 50 names. Hmm. The first prank call probably didn't happen long after this. <laughs> right. Yeah, prank calls were tough back then. Be like, Jimmy, is this you? <laughs> Gonna call your mother. Whenever I whenever I hear the uh, the term telephone book, because you really don't see them that much anymore. No. If you do, they end up in a recycle bin. I always think of the jerk, but. Steve yeah. Martin. Now I'm going to be The new somebody. phone books are here. <laughs> 18... Things are going to start <laughs> happening now. 1842, the first known sewing machine was patented. John Grinnell in uh, Washington, D.C. Okay. Yes. Right. It was not a singer. No. It was a Grinnell. <laughs> Edwin T. Holmes, 1858, installs the first electric burglar alarm hmm. on this day. Boy, they've come a long way since then. Doctor, 18, 1858? 1858, yep. How? Okay. Seems early. Like, that must have been a... I don't know. I, I don't know either. You know. I don't have all that information. I just have on when yeah. it happened. Dr. Harvey Cushing, 1902, did the uh, first, performed his first brain operation, brain surgery. Hmm. Does it mention whether the patient lived? It does not. <laughs> yes, I did it. We're going in. Stop asking questions. <laughs> yep, that's a brain. <laughs> What's this piece over here? Oh, forgot to put that back right. in. Hey, what happens if I push on this piece? <laughs> Elka Seltzer was, was introduced on this day in eight, 1931. All right. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Yes. And remember, wasn't it? I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Uh, was that alcohol? Yeah, I think you're right. Was that alcohol? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. The first instant developing camera was demonstrated on this day in 1947. Edwin Land. The Land camera. Exactly. The Jackson 5 made their TV debut on American Bandstand in 1970. Oh, wow. Michael Jackson was about that big. Big hair. Yeah. Those kids, just a mere 52 years ago. <clears throat> He's on with the math today. In 1979... Two Iowa girls high school basketball teams played four scoreless quarters. <laughs> the game was won four to two in the fourth overtime. Wow. 
Fourth overtime. Fourth overtime. Fourth overtime. So it was like two games for a total of six points. Oh my God. Four to two, the final on that one. <laughs> and finally, Donald Davis on this day in 1983. Okay. Ran a mile in six minutes, 0.71 seconds backwards. Oh, I was going to say six minutes. That's not yeah, that impressive. He did it backwards, so come on, let's back out. <laughs> okay. Bye, John. Well, okay, get out. Well, hold on. we got to do the music. Yeah, we do. All right. Yeah. And I want to thank uh, Firehouse Doors, of course, for sponsoring. Mike and John got it going on. Don't forget, we're on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. We're on your mind. And we can't get out. See you next time.